Welcome, everybody, to the MGA MediaCast. My name is co-founder Straight Willie Dills. And, of course, I'm joined by El Presidente John Lucky Kick Morley. John, it's another MediaCast, dude. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is a big Man, one. Wait. Wait. I'm not ready. <laughs> Hold on. Still not ready. Okay. It's important that you're ready. That's pretty fucking annoying, isn't it? Yeah. That is annoying. Okay. I wish you were ready to go. Because I'm ready. This is an important episode, John. We're we're talking about slugs today. And uh, this is, you know, like uh, there's, there's, there's been biblical plagues, right? Locusts and stuff. In the golf world, Mm -hmm. the worst kind of vermin, the slug. Got to get rid of them. The slug. Got got to get rid of them. So we we have a very special feature in the MGA on the on the website called the Slug Index. And before we get too deep into it, I want to I want to hear from you, John. Tell me about the Slug Index, how that came about. What's the deal with that? All right, Slug Index, uh, loosely defined as a Yelp rating for your pace of play. I've heard people call it that. It actually started when we did the two golfers one cart all the okay. way back. Then the first test version of that was me and uh, me and Justin Davidson, San Francisco Medio, and that one actually never saw the light of day because the audio was terrible. It was it was a good episode, but the audio was just awful. But he actually uh, coined the slug term in that uh, two golfers one cart interview, and I, I don't remember what year that was, but I think it rattled around uh, in my brain after hearing that, and then in 2019. Uh, the off season of 2019 was when I, I got in touch with the web guy and was like, Hey, I want to do this slug tracker thing. People should be able to rate each other's pace of play, not in an evil way, not in a vindictive way, but my belief was always slow players don't even know they're slow mm. and they especially don't know where they're slow. So the slug index is a way of, uh, helping them learn where they're slow. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways, and, and it hasn't become this yet, but maybe with this podcast episode, we can turn the tide a little bit. I think your slug index should be a bigger point of pride than your handicap. If you have a really low slug oh. index, that's something to be proud of. Uh, I agree. I don't care Absol- if you absolutely. Have, I don't care if you're a, a two handicap or a scratch golfer. I, that doesn't mean anything to me. If you're slow, I don't want to play yep. with you. I'll say this. Yep. I I can play. I can have a horrible round very quickly. So one thing I think a lot of people think is that slow golf is somehow related to bad golf. We need to dispel that notion right here and right now. And we're going to. There's a lot of things yep. we're going to talk about. But the slug index, like you said, that that's I did not know about this story. I did not know Justin Davidson was uh, was responsible for coining that. That's awesome. And I now kind of want to see this yep. two golfers one card. I think that, by the way, anybody who's listening to this and hasn't checked out the YouTube channel and checked out two golfers one cart, you uh, you really need to. You're doing yourself a disservice if you're not. I, I may have to dig that one out of the archives now that I've mentioned it and, and see if the audio is as bad as I thought it was. I'm it, sure we could fix it. it. Maybe. Yeah. I could give it a try okay. at least if you send it my way. Yeah. Cool. So the slug index, that's that's when it came about. And when you implemented it, you did make an announcement. But I feel like a lot of people maybe didn't quite get the memo. How do you see the back end? How many people have slug indexes? Do we know? Is it is everybody actually getting them? It's, or are there people who are still missing these entirely? I, I don't know the exact stats, but I think, you know, there's still there's still slug ratings coming in. But I, I 
have spoken to a couple chapter leaders who shortly after I started pushing it, I asked them if they were pushing it. They're like, oh, no, my guys couldn't handle that. It's like, yeah, they're, they're worried about people getting getting pissed getting off. Upset. And that's the other thing. Yeah, I think, you know, I I try hard in the instructions to make it clear, like, don't weaponize this like this is supposed to be helpful. And, you know, but of course, as with anything on the MGA, the instructions can only be three sentences long or no one will read them. So it's difficult to, to really get all the information in three sentences with a joke in there, no less. Hmm. Uh, but but we try. You, you need a funny video where at some point you like pop a glove off and hold your hand out, I think, is the key here. Because I saw a lot of people adopted those new rules. Uh, but did not adopt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did not. Yeah, yeah. not we're not no, ready we to adopt we the slug need... index. You are right, though. It, it, there's got to be a joke in there. Otherwise, people are like, ah, this isn't making me laugh. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, so, but we're going to, yeah. you know, we're going to attempt to break it down and also break down what causes people to have sluggish play. Uh, so, let's define a slug for, for everybody out there. How did Justin define it, by the way? What did he do you uh, remember the, the words he used? Well, I remember that we were somehow talking about slow play, and he he said, "I don't want to be caught behind no slug." <laughs> okay, he said it something like that. All right, that sounds like him. All right, so the, the definition: uh, this is according to Webster's Dictionary, a tough-skinned terrestrial mollusk which typically lacks a shell and secretes a film of mucus for protection. It can be a serious That's plant pest. Tough. Well, I show up with salt. <laughs> yeah. That's so tough now. Yeah, you definitely want to salt that. Uh, th- but there's another definition in the Webster's Dictionary. A slow, lazy person. A sluggard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, that that's, there you go. that's downright insane. Uh, and then the MGA definition. A slow douchebag of a golfer who only thinks about themselves and makes their round of golf excruciating <laughs> to the other... Super fun, very cool, sex-having members of their foursome. And uh, that's what we're trying to avoid. We don't want you to be that. We want you to be out there having a great time. And, the, the you know, look, we talked a lot about the culture in the last episode. This is this is huge. This is, you know, this is why we're devoting an entire episode to this. Because this is the one thing that can really drag around down. When you're standing on the tee box, every hole, um, it just sucks all the fun out, man. And there's there's certain courses like, that are just it's just hard, right? Um, they they just have like two par threes in a row or something like that, and it slows everything down. But we could still do a lot to fix this. I, I feel like the slug index should be compared to body odor. Okay, like nobody wants to have body odor, mm-hmm. and most people that have body odor don't know they have body odor. So this is a nice way of telling these people that they stink. At keeping up with the pace of play, right? Uh, I think there's you know there's a lot yeah. of things in life that I think and people there, could be unaware of, and this is this is just one of them. And we're just giving you this is a way to give constructive criticism, fearless feedback. If you and there is a comment section on the slug rating page where if the person does have body odor, you can actually put that in there too. But <laughs> that'd be a bit much, especially if you're giving them a slow rating and then you drop that on top of it. That'd be, that'd be harsh. I think that's a nice little feature. Uh, Cause you know, sometimes the, uh, the, the factors we have here aren't going to tell the entire story. So you need to be able to put in <laughs> some stuff on extra, by the way, is that visible to people? I haven't Plus, even looked. You stink. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you also smell like shit. <laughs> Um, I need to look. Okay. Is what? 
I just need to look at my slug index real quick. Hold on. <laughs> I want to see. I, I don't know if you have one. I No, I do. I do, do for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on. My public profile. Here we go. This website is beautiful. Look, I know exactly how to get there. Slug index of one. Let's go. I'm going to view it. So, apparently, I'm a one across the board, baby. That's great. How many ratings do you have? Uh, It doesn't tell me. It just tells me I have yeah. one across the board. Slug index for round one. So, yeah, one for readiness, one for full sw- full swing pre-shot, one for short, one for green reading, one for time spent. Now, I'll say, though, John, that, do you agree with that? I have, I, well, I have a feeling Ty was the one that rated you. You think I had so? To guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, I may uh, have rated Ty, too. We may have just been like, hey, man, I'm going to give you. And, and, and here, all one, okay. baby. We should probably bring this up. Don't abuse the slug index, guys. <laughs> we want real, real scores out there. Uh, we will actually walk you guys through the entire process later in the show. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about like some some things you can do early on to spot a slug. There's a couple of things. Like you, sometimes you just know, right? When you see a golfer, you're like, oh no, this guy, this guy's gonna take forever. And you know, it's not a lot like of accessories. Yeah, accessories. Lots of accessories. Yeah, when you see like t- like Big lots time. of things hanging off their bag that aren't gross awards, you know, like that's <laughs> are they doing a lot of processes to their golf balls before they start the round? Are they dressed a little too much like a PJ golfer? Are they they're tucking? Time to tuck? Take a lo- takes a long time to putt, I'm saying. Uh every golf club has a cover. And look, I know yep. you keep your you spent Hundreds of dollars on those clubs. But if you do put a golf club or a cover on every club, please stop leaving them behind so that we have to drive back every three holes and go get your seven iron cover. Uh, it takes time. It takes time, man. Uh, that that actually, I'll, I'll give a pass on a guy who leaves a club behind once. You leave it behind twice, we got issues, dude. Things, <laughs> things that slugs tend to say, John. Don't worry, I'll find that one. I don't know if you ever heard that before. Here's the problem. What's that? They say that, oh, it's still midair. They have turned around. They're looking at you saying, don't worry, I'll find that one. Not looking at all where it landed, where it bounced to. Yes. That is the real fucking problem. Right yeah, there. exactly. I mean, that's the, the, the thing, too, is like they hit into the deep woods. Don't worry, I'll find that one. Dude. It's like maybe just hit a provisional real quick. Just in case we can give up looking for your ball. Because that's the other thing slugs tend to say is like, I'm sure it's over here somewhere. No, it's your ball's gone, dude. Like it's it's time (laughs) to drop. It is time to drop. Uh, And then uh, let's yeah, let's talk about the the things that slugs do. Don't watch their ball. That's the biggest one, I think. Absolutely. Like you hit your ball terrible and then you immediately like, you know, jam your club into the ground and turn around. No, that's not the right response. The right response is stop everything, stare at it, and you'll hear me say this a lot. Watch it. Watch it. Watch where it's watch going. Watch it. That's a, it's interesting. I've never tried that. Yeah. Says most people in the MGA. Well, the other thing that they do, too, guys who don't watch their own balls, you know what they also don't do? They don't watch anyone else's balls in the group. Like, Do you know like the guy who he hits well, and then he just goes back to the golf cart and starts messing around on his phone or something? Yeah, they're changing their playlist. <laughs> That's right. Add, adding the song to the queue. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy town ain't going to add itself, bro. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, no club in their hand when it's their turn. They haven't even gotten their yardage when it's their turn. This drives me absolutely crazy. It, it's like, oh, oh, here's, let me give a little quick tip too. If you're driving the cart, okay? Because I notice a lot mm-hmm. of guys don't do this. If you're driving the cart, drive 
to the other guy's ball if they're if you and them are in a similar type distance. Obviously, if your ball is way further or way out there, or whatever, you go to your ball first. Drive to the other guy's ball, pop out of that cart, pop out of club, and just start walking to your ball. And that guy will come meet you afterwards. I this will speed everything up so much faster because I see a lot of guys what they do when they're driving the cart, they forget that there's another guy who has another ball to play. And they just drive right up to their their ball every single time. Or if they're if they're similar distance, what you do is you park in between the two balls, right? And then each guy right. just walks yes. to their ball. I, I get that. Take me back to this other one though. What are you saying? Like so if I'm if we're riding together mm-hmm. and I outdrove me so this is a fantasy situation. <laughs> but let's yeah. say you, you outdrove me by thirty yards, I should drive up to your ball. No, no, no. Not in that scenario. No. I'm saying if okay. both balls are are fairly similar, right? Like I'm on the left side of the fairway, you're on the right side of the fairway, right? Yeah. Drive to your ball. Drive to my, drive to the passenger's ball. Leave them to do their thing okay. and go to your ball. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely faster. Trust me. This is what I do. Okay. And uh, okay. I notice nobody else does this. Um, the other the other I'll just one more cart tip: park in the shade. Park in the shade. All right. Oh, that's a good tip. That, uh, yeah. That's a Texas tip right that's, there, though. Yeah, exactly. That one that one hit a lot harder in Austin, Texas, for sure. Practice swings. Lots of practice swings on the slugs. And yeah. uh, I, I, have you adopted the no practice swing? I, I know that there was a, there was a little yeah. movement for that recently. Yeah. Now, we're, we're still defining exactly what is allowed and what isn't like we're thinking to you know nine o'clock on a back swing like a little little quarter swing is allowed mm. but any, any full swings or like multiple full swings definitely not allowed because that just takes way too long um the average guy does tends to do like the one full swing standing next to the ball and then goes and hits the ball right that's kind of the accepted like if you do that, I'm right. like, oh god, you know. I think the bigger issue is when people are are new to the game, and someone has told them like, all right, get your routine down, four <laughs> practice swings between every shot, and then they top a shot ten fucking yards, and then they go take four practice swings, and they top another shot ten yards. Yeah. At that point, like, just oh, open your eyes and stop fucking doing that. Like, yeah. let's just let's get moving until you're a little bit better here. Well, what's funny um, about that whole routine of, of practice swings is you can see what they're doing. I know what they're doing. They do it until they, they do one that feels good, and then okay. they go to hit the ball, and it's like, okay, it took you four to get well, you one it, that yeah. felt good, right? So, what yeah. makes you think that the very next one's also going to be good if it took you yeah. four to get one good one, right? So, basically, what you should do instead is no practice swings. That's right. And just every four shots going to be okay, you know? That's uh, a good – that's – yeah, that's, that's the math. wisest thing you've ever said. <laughs> that's just math, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he, what I've adopted is the odds. If so, if, yeah, if they do four practice swings and then hit the ball, the odds of that good swing being on when they hit the ball are extremely low. And then they do it again at the next one. Yeah, you're right, man. I think I think they'll get more good shots per round if they go zero practice swings. Exactly. I think that math checks out. Please, any statistician out there. Uh, Go ahead and do the math on that and get back to us. Yeah, they're wasting the good ones, clearly. And that's another thing that happens, too. You, you do the practice swing, it's perfect. Well, that's you just used mm-hmm. it up. It's gone now. That swing is gone. Mm-hmm. You're never going to do that you one. never get back. So, what I've adopted, John, I don't know This is it's what you're doing, but I do kind of, I stand looking at the ball sideways, right? Like, my feet are perpendicular to the ball. I just kind of do a little short thing where I just feel 
what my wrists and my hands are going to do at that moment of contact. I'm actually doing it right now. Right. Uh, right. And you do a couple of those and it just kind of feels nice mm-hmm. and then you just walk up and hit the ball. You just kind of get that idea okay. in your mind of what that what that's going to feel like as you actually make contact and then you go. And uh, I will I'll talk to the no practice swings crew council and we'll okay. see if that uh, if that checks out. Now, here's what is definitely allowed by the no practice swings crew uh, creed. When it's not your turn, fucking swing away. Like if you're sure. waiting for other people. People obviously nowhere near them. Don't distract them. But if you're <laughs> off in the trees and uh, you know two other people still have to hit, you got all the time in the world. But when it's your fucking turn, like let's let's hit the damn ball, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I, I'm actually. Uh, by the way, I are you are you saying that even the the small little so you're a a no practice swing purist is what I'm hearing. Like you're just saying don't do anything, just walk up and hit the ball. That's what we're trying to define. Okay. Like exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like a little like little quarter swing like you said just to feel mm-hmm. sort of the the wrist position you want at impact that may be allowed but okay. we haven't come up with the the bylaws that people will have to sign in blood to sure. get the patch yeah yeah, yeah. it's um, questionable it's on the yeah it's uh we're still looking at it is what you're saying so i guess yeah i guess this is sort of the unofficial coming out party for the no practice swings crew. If you haven't heard of it, check us out on Facebook. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. It's we've been talking about it for years. Todd and I, we got patches, but you got to you got to sign the the agreement to get one, and we just haven't written the agreement yet. So okay, yeah. Well, I mean, that just takes too much coming. time just to make it. Yeah, agreement, it's coming, right? <laughs> yeah, we we got balls to hit. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the practice swings thing is a big deal. I I, I do think what you said about if you do need to do practice swings, be, do, be doing those while other people are going. You don't need to stand there and watch them go. Uh, in fact, I'm I'm a member. This is, you know, we're talking about the no practice swings. Uh, what is it? The club? The cult? The crew. The crew. Uh, <laughs> I'm a member yeah. of the Just Go Party, uh, which is my political affiliation. And what that is, is if you get to a four-way stop at the exact same time as somebody else and they don't yeah. go, then you just go. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you never do. You never 100%. wave. Never wave any no, no, forward. No. You just go. Then you get caught in that awkward. You, me, him. Yeah, me, you. The night uh, of the me, yeah, it, yeah it, nobody wants that. Nobody's having a good time yeah. during that. So you just go and uh, you just go. I, I actually but adopt this now. when I'm playing golf too. Like if somebody is still even like eyeing up a putt or something like that, and I'm only five feet away. Right. Let's say I'm only five feet away. They're 15 feet away. They're still doing stuff, measuring things. They got ometers. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I don't I don't That's, care that I'm that I'm not away. I'm just going to go. You are not not only a ready golfer. You are a ready driver. Yes. So, yes, I'm I'm on board with the ready driving thing as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's just, you know, like the thing is people are too worried about. I'm not away, you're away, like that's whatever, it doesn't matter. If you're ready, then you're ready and you should go. Uh, marking two-foot putts. This one drives me crazy. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, look, I do understand. In the MGA, we require you to finish all your putts. And maybe you haven't been practicing that all your life like me and John have. Well, once the MGA started, I've never, ever played around where I just pick a ball up anymore. Right kind of a problem to some people i think sometimes they're like okay really you got to finish that putt and i'm like yeah right no it's it's awkward when you play with new people they're like that's good and it's like no nah. yeah, like, like, yeah. no no thank you 
I've missed this yeah. before. Uh, but what I yeah. don't do on a two foot putt is I don't mark it and I don't take a million years over it. Uh, I will still take a look. You know, I will sure make sure that I know what's about to happen. Um, but here's the other thing that I want to say is uh, I understand the etiquette around not standing in people's lines. And I do try not to stand in people's line or step in people's lines when I'm walking around the green. But sure. this whole ballerina act you have to do when you're finishing your putt, nobody's wearing spikes anymore, first of all. Right. It's just not a thing anymore. And people have been walking on that green all day already. It's right? true. There's lots and lots of things going. If there's undulations and whatnot in there, they're already there. And that's also not why you're going to miss your putt, if you do, is that I put part of my shoe in, in that line. So, I think we need to kind of do away with that one, in my opinion. I don't know. What does the no, no practice swing crew think about that one? Uh, that's, that'll be in the, in the agreement, but, okay. you know, that's, that's under development at this point. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I definitely care if people step in my line uh, like when i'm about to putt like it it could help my ball go in for all i know right <laughs> yeah. you, you hit the footprint the right way oh now it goes in when before it wasn't going to but just i think for sure most not everyone feels that way so like i you know you try and i, I try and avoid standing in people's lines unless they're yeah. like dude just stand in it i i, uh, I try not to but, make it bl- like blatant but i'll also this is a move that i'll do i'll just be like hey man do you mind i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put this like normally and they always just go yeah fine it's fine like yeah. uh, and yeah. if it's and if it's a super well, small putt where i don't like because i still I, I i you know i've played enough mga tournaments that i've missed enough one foot putts in my life to know that Walking up and just reaching out and tapping it with my putter, not a great idea. Although you will hear some people say that you never miss a putt when you, like, tap it from behind the hole. Um, right. I have, and I think you do. But, I, you know, I'll yeah, I'll say something to people, and nobody will ever, you know, and, and sometimes I will, like, just kind of avoid standing in it, but it's just it's one of those things. It's not a big deal. And then, uh, oh, here's one that I recently came across in the ATX MGA. That I don't know if it happens a lot in San Francisco or not. We were behind a group of guys, and a few of them were fairly new to the game. And one guy had lost his ball. They're already like pretty slow, so we're really paying attention to what's going on. We realize that all four guys are looking for this guy's ball. The mm-hmm. entire group is off in the woods. Nobody's golfing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Uh, it's definitely okay to help, like, especially your cartmate, help your cartmate look for their ball. But the other people in the group should probably be playing golf, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that completely. Like it, like that's again, to me, it comes back to ready golf. Like if someone's off looking for their ball, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to hit and then I'll go help them look for a minute mm-hmm. and, and that, that'll be the end of it. But you're right. Like if everyone's out there looking before anyone's hit, then yeah, that's for sure slowing the course down. This always seems to me when a, when a marshal pulls up to me and our group is way behind is because we just had a hole where like two people lost their ball. We just spent forever looking for the damn ball. What is the official rule right now in the MGA, by the way, on time allowed to look for a ball? I'm pretty sure it's three minutes, which I'm pretty sure is what the PGA That's Tour the PGA. directly lifted from our rule book. Yes, yes. An- another, uh, yeah, another thing that they've lifted from the MGA. Um, yeah. By the way, should we tra- should we blaze okay. another trail? 
This is probably the wrong time to like try to announce yeah, like, three minutes. on the podcast. Uh, three minutes? Okay. I, I think it's time to blaze that trail. Uh, if your ball's in a divot in the fairway, that you should be able to move that, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Being, mm. being penalized right, for landing much. in the fairway is so stupid, you know? That is pretty stupid. Yeah. Okay. We're not, we're not making any official rulings okay. right here, but I've, I'm Take it under advice. In the way that makes that makes me feel right now. So. <laughs> okay, we'll, uh, we'll have to circle back around to that one. All right, all right. Well, it's you know it's out there now. It's out there, and uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, so yeah, these are these are a lot of things that you'll notice slugs doing, um, and you know it's it's one of those things like when like we said on the last show, you know look around your group. If you can't tell which guy is the slug, then it's you. And sometimes there will be no slug in your well, group. And that's what we're all looking for, right? That's that's the ultimate goal here. Especially if you need binoculars to see the rest of your group <laughs> up by the green. Yeah, and exactly. That's a pretty good idea. Uh, but, the, yeah, the, the biggest thing with pace of play, the only thing that you can really control is keeping up with the group in front of you. And if you don't do these things, if you don't do all the practice swings, if you don't lose your ball, if you don't take too long looking for it, you'll never have that problem. I could say for sure that uh, my one rating, while it may have been given by Ty, <laughs> I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> and I would say you're pretty good, too. If I had to give you I, a slug rating, I think it would be pretty favorable. But let's give a slug rating to let's 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 actually go through this process here and give a slug rating. Yep. I think some people may not know even know how to do it. Right. Exactly. So if you go to. Um, when you log into the site, right, everyone's got their, their clubhouse. You want to go to your clubhouse and, uh, from your clubhouse, this is actually, uh, I, I don't know how many people have actually explored the site thoroughly from your clubhouse. You could check out your profile, which everyone can see your chapter, which is important that you check on that because that's going to tell you what the schedule, what, you know, all the players in your chapter, all that stuff, all your pertinent information. That's where you'll be able to see that. And then down below that, you've got your, your coming up, right? Below that, you've got a section called golf. Now, in the golf section, you can view your scores, your previous scores. You can see fantasy golf, the, you know, which if you're a top media, you should know all about. And player stats. And then there's the slug index. And so, go ahead and click on that. <clears throat> and you'll be able to select all the players in your chapter. So, let's just... Um, just at random, just pick somebody from the San Francisco chapter. Ooh, MGA admin. Should we pick that guy? <laughs> no, let's pick Fat Mike. <laughs> Good call. All right, Fat Mike. Now you're able in rating Fat Mike now. All right, and you're able to rate each person twice a season. <clears throat> with okay. the thought being, you get paired up with someone early in the season, you just completely tear them a new one on the slug index because they're slow as hell. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you get to play with them again later in the season and you can give them another rating if they've improved. Yes. But just twice a season, that was, you know, hopefully to help keep people from weaponizing this too much. Yeah. So th this should be part of your post-round, post-tournament round routine, right? Uh, after the right. round, you know, get home safely, eat about four to 5,000 calories worth of food, uh, sit down, watch your favorite TV show, open up your laptop, and give the the other three golfers in your group their slug rating. Um, right. That way they'll all be accurate. That way it's fresh in your mind, right? 
Now, it's been no, a little while since I actually played a round of golf with Fat Mike. Yeah, When's the last time you played with Fat Mike? Uh, it's been it's been a little while. Yeah, but I but mean, I played many let's rounds. Let's do a rating anyways. Yeah, many many rounds with him. So, I'm pretty sure, I, you know, I, I've got, I think me and you together collectively, we can give a pretty accurate rating here. All right, so let's start off with the very first, uh, the very first rating here. And, of course, it is from uh, a very official best out of seven. Lowest score is the best. Highest is the word. Why did we choose seven, John? <laughs> <laughs> That's Seven's an interesting the number, call. Man. Seven's the number. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, look, it, when I look at it, it does make sense because one is, holy shit, one of the quickest of golfers I've ever met. And then two, quick. Three, kind of quick. Four, average. Five, kind of slow. Six, slow. And then seven, get the salt. We get a slug here. All right. So now seven makes sense. You were able to actually define each one. All right. Uh, so, John, Fat Mike, readiness when it's their turn. What do you think here? Ooh, well, that depends. You know, he's a talker. He is. He's a big talker, and sometimes he can be in the middle of a story when it's his turn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go kind of slow just based on that. Kind of slow. Okay. So that would yeah. be a five. Uh, I I will agree. He is a talk. He's a storyteller. You know, and you can't you can do the slider if, if you don't want to commit to a solid five. You can you can you know do a four point oh, eight. Oh yeah, There's okay. A slider here. We don't have to. Yeah, go I, I'm going to go ahead. All right, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, storyteller. But I'm also going to say, yeah. you know, his stories. He he gets to the point fairly quickly, right? Like he's not one of those guys he who does. gives you a whole bunch of information you don't you don't need to know what year it was what city he was right. in what the, what everybody's name was, was what he had say, for lunch he's, he's a good storyteller which makes it yeah it's exactly thing, but i feel like sometimes he's not ready when it's his turn just mm. because of that so i'm, okay. I'm going five all right i'm gonna i'm gonna say a four and so we'll land on a 4.5 right. what do you what do you think well, no, I'm rating him right now, too. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, all right. So then I'll give him a four here, and you'll give him a five. All right, cool. Uh, next, we've got the full pre-shot routine. Now, sometimes Mike's pre-shot routine involves taking a shit on the next to the T-Fox. That's true, but that's when, not... Not every point. hole. That's minimum. It's only been one hole ever that I can remember, so... And, and actually, I will say this. I, I, he doesn't take a lot of practice swings. He does have that kind of sideways swing he does. You know what I'm talking about? You, 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 don't, you don't know what I'm talking about? The side, he, kind of, he kind of stands upright and swings it kind of around himself. It's, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he only really does one of those. I'm going to give him a, a three on this one. I'm going to say kind of quick most of the time. What do you think? Yeah. I, I'm going to go 3.1 just for the hell of it. <laughs> 3.1? All right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, the short game pre-shot routine. Now, this is a completely different animal, obviously. Some guys, they need to walk all over the, the green. They need to look at it from five different angles. Oh, wait, but that's, that's the next. That's different. That's uh, that's green reading routine. That's, that's oh, the next you're one. Right. So you're right. Oh, short that's... game pre-shot routine is, is more like chipping around the green. But they could do the same thing if they're True. chipping from... 30 yards they walk all the way up there and re- try and read the green and then chunk it two feet in front of them sort yeah. of thing yeah um, um i i can't i can't actually remember if he does a lot of stuff i think he's quick here i'm i'm going 
one point now. Yeah, I mean, if you, I, if I can't like, remember him doing a lot of stuff, it's got to be quick, time. right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so 1.4. Yeah. I'm going to give like, him 1.4. I think that's pretty accurate. All right, now green yeah. reading. Green reading, now this one, I know he's a good putter. And sometimes good putters, like myself, we do have mm-hmm. a little bit of a routine. I will say that. I, I think you've told me before, John, that I have a little bit of a routine, but since I make the putts, it's not it it's, take that long. It, it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's worth it because you make quite a few putts. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember I, I, when I made that 28 foot, 28 oh foot God, downhill. This again? You serious? <laughs> really? Every time we talk about putting, you're going to bring this up? You win one Meteo Cup match. <laughs> Um, all right, Fat Mike. Fat Mike, who has never made a 29 foot downhill left to right putt to be John Morley in the Media Cup. Um, his green re- reading routine is pretty quick, I think. Sometimes he has to give autographs, which takes a while. There's not a lot of raving uh, no offense fans around. I think he does pretty good here. What do you think? I'm going 1.5. Like I, I cannot think of him taking a bunch of time reading green. So. Yeah. Yeah, 1.5 for me. I agree. I'm going to give him a pure one. I'm going to go the highest you could possibly give because I, I'm pretty sure he he get, he gets up there, he takes one See, little practice putt, and then he goes pretty much every time. Yeah. And that's about as good as it gets. I yeah. guess you could be like Mike Plemons it's and take really no practice putts. The horrible thing about that Mike on the, on the greens is as soon as he hits every putt, he's like, fuck! And then <laughs> yeah, it goes that's there. right. Like, Every fucking time. I've so seen him say that and it. make the putt before. Um, all the time. Yeah. Uh, time spent looking for lost balls. This is a big one because if you have a bad rating here, this could make all the other good ratings completely null and void, right? Um, no pretty sure they, they average. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mike just sends Kent to look for it, right? And he doesn't need yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, I do this remember enough, once I can't, he, he mm-hmm. did not want to have a lost ball. I do remember one time, but that's the only time I remember. And so if I could only remember one time, then that's pretty good. You know, I'm going to give I'm going to go with 3.6. Yeah, I can't picture him walking around looking for a lost ball. I'm going 2.3. Okay, 2.3. I like that. I think that's pretty accurate too. And then finally, we come to the overall pace of play. And uh, the overall pace of play is basically just your general sense of things, right? Right. Yeah. Like, we're not rating one thing individually. We're just like, how slow or fast did that guy feel? And uh, when I just just kind of get a sense of Fat Mike playing golf, I think he plays pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Overall. So, you know, when he's not... (laughs) When he's not taking a shit on the tee box, uh, I'm gonna give him a two point seven. That's a good number. That's that is right in the right in the range where I was thinking. But I'm going two point six, so he'll like me more. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and there you go. That's all it takes. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pop in uh, a little a little extra note here. Uh, I'm just gonna say. While you type your note, I'd like to read uh, what I've got at the bottom here. Okay. Please keep these lyrics from the 1996 Not a Surf song popular in mind while adding helpful comments below. And are you familiar with the song, Willie? Yeah, everybody knows the song, right? It's a huge I hit. think it, they the the parts of the song where they're they're giving this 
this class a lesson were actually taken from some like 1950s book on dating. And I think they I think they stand up and I think they uh, really apply the slug rating. So it says, tell them honestly, simply, kindly, but firmly. Don't make a big production. Don't make up an elaborate story. This will help you avoid a big tear jerking scene. And then I could go on because I know all the words, but that's it. Like this stuff is, you know, we want it, We want to be honest with people. Don't be a jerk about it. So what are you going to tell Fat Mike here? I was just going to tell him, please come to the next tourney. We miss you. I don't think he's... Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. I just wanted to give him a little, we'll you know, s- look. We were just we were just brutally honest with him for the last you know, 10 minutes here. And uh, so, but, you know, like you can be brutally honest with somebody. He ended up with a good rating. A 2.65 is what I have him at. So that's, that's you know, that's decent. And uh, you can still I, be uh, be loving and caring to your fellow medias while telling them very honestly about their pace of play. Now, if if, uh, if you want to get in his good graces because of that nice rating you gave him, which is actually lower than mine, mm. you will need to sign this because these are anonymous. So mm. that should be uh, that should be pointed out to everyone when you submit this. This is anonymous. Um, but feel free to sign it in the, the comment section below. Yeah. If, if I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, yeah, love, love Willie Dills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yours forever. <laughs> Willie Dills. All right, there we go. All right, we're going to go ahead and submit that. And so that is going directly to the high council at the MGA, right? Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. that is forever, uh, etched in, uh, digital stone now. Although... Like you said, you can give two ratings a season. So if uh, if I go out and play with Fat Mike at the very next tournament, and he's and he's incredibly fast or incredibly slow, I can go and I can fix this. So there you go, everybody. That's the process. Very simple, very easy. Uh, you don't need a buddy to do it. Although it's not, it's I encourage you do it together. Uh, that was quite fun for me. <laughs> but we so, will go ahead. Yeah, that was fun. But I want to I want to go back to the slug index page okay. real quick for anyone who who's looking at it while following along or while listening to this because there are two other things I just want to explain there. So you've got your personal slug index mm-hmm. which shows you uh, with a nice animated graph where you stand and what it's going to do is it's going to take the average of your last ten slug ratings. So I only have three, you only have one, but I'll. I'll rate you in a minute. Yeah, I'm going to rate you as well. I think I'm just going to go on a rating binge here. I'm going to start rating everybody. <laughs> so you'll you'll get your average there, and then you can see view breakdown. And if you click that, it shows you each category what your average is within that category. So that's that's helpful, and that's what it's all about. Like for me, it shows that my short game pre-shot routine is where I'm slowest. It's still mm-hmm. only a 2.5, so it's it's better than average. If I were looking to go a little bit quicker, it looks like short game pre-shot routine is where I need to pick up the pace a little bit. Um, so yeah. that's that's what this is all about. It's supposed to be helpful. Let me know uh, where I can improve. And then the other thing on this page is the slug tracker sheet. And if you were to click on that, all that does is gives you a sheet that you could print out if you wanted to. If you actually have a printer at home, if you're over 40 and you have a printer. <laughs> <laughs> You could print this out and just kind of take notes on your fellow medios as you play, just for your own personal. If you have a horrible memory or you get blackout drunk, this will, when you get home, you can uh, remember how they were in each of these categories. So this, this just wanted just to be, explain those pieces of sure. it. This will also just be a fun little side game you play while you're out at the course, you know, when the other guy's going, you just be like, 
you know, put your put your glasses over your nose, pull out your pencil, mm-hmm. and as they're going, just be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> noted. Uh, so yeah, there you go. I I actually think we should give let's give the medios who listen to this podcast, this medio cast, a little homework. Mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge you guys. All right, after your next tournament, rate the group that you play with on the slug index. I'm sure a lot of you yeah. have never done it. Let's bring this back. Let's get this going. You know, like like you said, John, you you looked at it. It didn't make you feel bad, right? You just saw here's the one place I can make a little improvement. I would I would like to say uh, for anybody who wants to beat John in a Medio Cup, if he took less time on his pre-shot routine for his short game, that probably would help because you chip it always to like a foot and it's really annoying. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little less time on that. Uh, would be good for everybody. Right. Yeah. It is kind of the best part of my game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's, I'm not going to cut too much time down there, but, but it, I guess that, yeah, it, it's like you're putting, right? Like you're going to be rated maybe taking a little too long to read the greens, but you make the putt. So mm-hmm. it, it evens out a little bit. Got to take that into account. Yeah. Like, uh, like I know my but, iron shot's going to suck. So why do I want to take any time on that? Right. One other side benefit of uh, slug index that people may not think of but it's it's a good reason to to rate people is uh, your your slug rating is public which uh you can be proud of that but also that means chapter leaders get to see it when we're making foursomes mm. we we can see the slug indexes and it really helps us distribute the slugs and make sure more importantly that we don't end up with four slugs in one group which everyone would pay the price for that right if we happen to to get four slugs that go out early, it's going to slow down the whole course. And this, we need this information uh, to to help with that. So that's a huge one. And I think a lot of players don't know when chapter leaders are putting together the foursomes. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of factors that go into that. You got to think all the factors, right? You got 20 guys trying to tell you that they need to play with their friend. Uh, you got somebody playing from the red tees, somebody playing from the blue tees. You got slugs. You got non-slugs. You got you know your 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 walkers and your riders. You, you got bloods. All this stuff. You got crips. <laughs> yeah, Republicans, Democrats, <laughs> Independents. Uh, it's crazy out there. So, yeah, the the more information we have about how fast you play will definitely help us uh, keep the entire pace of the tournament uh, to a good level. So that's another good reason, John. Thanks thanks for remembering that. Good good job there, dude. Uh, you I should you should probably run a, a league of some sort. You'd be good at that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anything else to add to uh, to the slug index or to pace of play before we call it a day? Man, I think uh, I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, uh, I'll just I'll just want to just jam it into everyone's head. If it, you look around the group. If you can't figure out which guy is the slug, it's you. Don't be the guy, all right? Just make all you can really control in this world is if you're a slow player or not, right? So, right. just do the best you can to make sure that that's never you and uh, you know, and educate you're doing your part to make the world a better place. But now you have the power to help other people who may not know they're a slow player by giving them a kind but firm yes, slug rating. Yes. This is yeah. This is like look. We 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 like we said earlier. We encourage fearless feedback, constructive criticism, 
And in a loving uh, and carefully planned out way with ratings from one to seven. So there you go. We, we should have more of this in life. You know what I mean? Like we should be able oh, to yeah. like tell like like we're having a conversation, right? And I'm like, uh, you know, jokes, 2.5. Uh, conversation <laughs> starters, though. I'll give them like a three there, you know. Uh, were there a lot of, were there a lot of like blanks, like pauses in the con- lulls in the conversation? No. One. He's great there, you know. And at the end of the day, you know exactly like who you want to hang out with and who you don't. It'd be great. This yeah. isn't uh, Black Mirror at all, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, guys. Everybody get out there. Have a great uh, a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the MJ Media Cast. We'll look forward to the next one. We got more of these coming, man. These are going to be coming fast and furious. We're getting a lot of good feedback from you guys. Uh, but this was a big one. Slug Index, how to play quicker. Of course, I'm Straight Willie Dills. He is El Presidente, John Lucas Morley. And we'll see you on the next Media Cast. Peace.